What's up, everybody? Welcome to the LC Gaming Podcast. Thank you for joining me. My name is LC, and I'm your host. This weekly podcast is dedicated to gaming news, Twitch news, and Twitch streamers. Today is our third episode of this podcast, so if you have not heard me yet, let me take the time to explain what this podcast is all about. First of all, I'm going to take the time to go over a few of the major headlines of the gaming community over the last few days. I'll read the headline, read the article's points, and I'll discuss my thoughts with you. Second, as the podcast grows and moves along, I'll be having regular guests on the show to talk about many different things. And most of my guests to start with are going to be Twitch streamers that I've discovered and are popular in the streaming community. And also, I have my first guests lined up and we'll have them on the show very soon and I cannot wait to share this person with all of you. Last but not least, as time rolls on and we get closer to E3 in that convention season, we'll go into detail about rumors and events that pique my interest. At the end of every show, I'll give out my email address to you, that tasty listener, so you can ask me questions. I'll answer your questions on headlines, rumors, and leaks, and if you want my opinion on something Twitch or gaming related, I'll give it to you. Now let's get things started. Today we've got a couple headlines coming from Nintendo, one involving the Switch and one involving the NES Classic, and we have Xbox's Project Scorpio. We'll go over the building specs, comparison with the PlayStation 4 Pro, and some of the testing rates. Though not everything's out there, not everything's dead set in stone, so it's a little you know hearsay at this point, but it's just something that I'm super excited about and to get it rolling uh, going into E3. Uh, but let's get started on the Nintendo news. Nintendo has announced as of yesterday, on April 13th, that they are going to discontinue the NES Classic Edition in North America. It upsets me a little bit because there was no warning ahead of time. There was no flash of anybody saying that they were going to stop producing it. Now, a representative for Nintendo who remains unnamed did come out and say that their plan uh, was to never have this be a long-going issue, but there's a difference in a long-going sale of a console, and less than six months. So it, it bothers me because, one, I never got my hands on one. When it first came out, it was $60. You were able to get it at, at multiple outlets, and scalpers and wholesalers bought up most of the stock, and now you can't buy them for less than $150. And that's kind of what upset me about it. For me, it's the nostalgia of seeing that little gray box sit in front of my TV playing the, with the small square controller and four buttons. You know, it's just, that's what I grew up with and that's what I wanted to see. I know I can get any of those games on an emulator or a Wii. I, I get it, but that's not me. I, I wanted to be able to experience my childhood again. And for Nintendo to once again give somebody something to be excited about and then cut the legs out from under it. Because that's what Nintendo has done for years, and it does not look like it's going to change. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm a little salty about that. I'm a little triggered, but life moves on. So, as far as this month goes, it sounds like that they're going to ship out their last amount of shipments. You'll have to check with your local retailers to see if they have any available. And if they don't, it sounds like you won't ever see them again. Sticking with Nintendo and going towards the Switch, reports out there... Now, when the Switch came out, there were issues. Uh, I know that the left joystick con was not syncing with the console properly when you had it slid onto the side, when you had it plugged in. That has been fixed, from my understanding. 
There was some graphical glitch issues, which apparently, again, have been fixed. But now what has come to the surface is the switch will overheat in long periods of playtime while it's in the dock, and it will warp the casing to the console. In my eyes, it's not a console. It's an overgrown mobile device. It's a tablet with controllers. I have talked to some friends of mine who disagree just because of the amount of processing power that this thing has, and they think it's more of a hybrid, and I can see their point. But for me, as much screen as this thing has, and as much as you are asking it to do, uh, the games are demanding a lot from these quote-unquote consoles. And when you slide this console into a dock that has cover on two sides, you're just absorbing that heat and you're keeping it with the console. I know that the console is made of light metal and some plastic, and Nintendo has said that there's very little give there. They don't feel that the heat would be able to warp the system, but that's what's happening. Uh, now, a third-party representative or you know claims that he's with Nintendo. Nintendo has not said whether this person is with him or not, or if what he says is true. But this quote-unquote representative has said that it's more of a build issue, that these consoles are leaving the manufacturer bent and warped, and that they're being sold bent and warped, and it's not happening in the dock. But as a gamer, uh, a, a consumer, I would know if my console was bent before I put it in the dock, or if it was bent after I took it out of the dock. If I'm handling this in my hands and I'm playing it mobily and I go stick it in the dock and I play my game and it's different when I pull it out, that is an issue. That is not a build issue. That is a overheating issue. One or two people are going to claim something's wrong with it just to cause an uproar. But when you have as many reports as have come out over this overheating issue causing them to break or bend then it's got to be an overheating issue. Again, Nintendo has not said anything yet on this, so keep an eye out for that. If you've had an issue with your Switch overheating and warping, email me. Let me know. I'll give you my email address at the end of the show. If uh, you have any insight on whether the overheating is or is not causing the warp, again, let me know. Now I want to move into Xbox. I'm an Xbox guy. I'm excited about this. You know, to all you PlayStation faithful, I understand where you come from too. I used to be a PlayStation faithful, but I left PlayStation not for quality of console, but because most of my friends were on Xbox. To be able to play with my friends online, I made the switch. But this Project Scorpio console uh, excites me very much so. PlayStation 4 came out with the Pro in November and it has done pretty well from what I understand it doesn't hold up to the 4k resolution consistently like they claimed it would but it's not a disappointment either I'll break down what they've got PlayStation 4 has a 2.1 gigahertz x86 AMD Jaguar 8 core CPU with a 4.2 teraflop 36 improved GCN compute units running at 911 megahertz their memory is 8GB GDDR5 RAM, and the memory runs at 218GB a second. Their hard drive is a 1TB, 2.5 inch. Uh, I believe the PlayStation 4's is removable. 
The optical drive is just a straight Blu-ray drive, and it's running at $399, and it's obviously available now. Compared to your Xbox Project Scorpio, is going to be running at a 2.3 gigahertz x86 AMD Jaguar 8-core, which has been customized. What the customizations are, we don't know. We probably won't know until June 11th when they do their reveal at E3. But it's only a 0.2 gigahertz difference. Don't think it's going to make that much of a difference on speed but their gpus are six teraflops with 40 customized compute units running at 1172 megahertz which is a 250 megahertz difference their memory is a 12 gigabyte gddr5 ram instead of the 8 that the playstation uses it runs at 326 gigabyte per second the memory bandwidth uh, the hard drive is a one terabyte, two and a half inch. I would venture to guess is fixed. It is not removable, like Xbox has always done. Their optical drive is a 4K UHD Blu-ray instead of the square Blu-ray that PlayStation 4 uses. And their price hasn't been released yet. Uh, most people are saying it's going to be between 4.99 and 5.49. Knowing Microsoft, I could see where they might start out selling it at 5.99. But that's just my opinion. And uh, they're releasing that quote-unquote holiday of 2017, so I'm sure we'll get more on the release date as E3 gets closer. Uh, but Microsoft has come out and said that they don't want E3 to be the focus specifically on Project Scorpio. They want to release trailers of games and they want people to focus on their games and be more game-centric. So I'm sure they may not release all of the information on the Scorpio at E3, but it's going to give everybody enough of a taste to understand what it's going to do. Now, on the PlayStation, I know that they had done some 4K testing with the resolution on specific games. I don't know what game they used on PlayStation to test, but I know Project Scorpio used Forza Horizon 3. And it ran at 60 frames per second with a 4K resolution at 65% computing power. 65%. That's nothing compared to the Xbox One running at 1080p, dropping between 30 and 60 frames per second at 91% computing power. So it's going to it's a huge difference. On PlayStation 4, I believe they were running at 70% computing power at 4K resolution, but they were only running at 30 frames per second. Um, it would not stick to 60 frames per second. So that would be another thing that if any of you who are listening have a PlayStation 4 Pro, let me know if you notice any difference with it dropping from 4K to 1080p or if you notice it dropping from 60 frames per second to 30 frames per second and, and let me know how you like your console. We're not going to know what the Xbox Scorpio can do until we get our hands on it. And that is one thing that PlayStation does have over Xbox is the fact that it's been out, it's going to be out for a year by the time the Xbox goes on sale. So there's going to be a year worth of playtime. There's going to be a year worth of updates that the Xbox isn't going to have. There's going to be glitches and there's going to be bugs that may put a dull taste in everybody's mouth. Or it may swing PlayStation faithful to try out a new console. That's a pretty far reach, I understand. But I really think that we're getting into an age to where cross-platform is going to be a big deal. I mean, we're already starting to get close. We've got Rocket League, which you can play with anybody on either of the three consoles, PC, Xbox, or PlayStation. It's going to be a matter of time as to which controller you like to use. <laughs> I mean, that's just my opinion, but... 
so yeah, if you have a PlayStation 4 Pro, you know, let me know the pros and cons of what you've discovered across running the console. Then we can build up some more comparison points for when the Project Scorpio comes out. All right, everybody, I'm going to wrap up for today. I need to remind everybody that I am supporting a charity out there that build gaming console carts for sick children in the hospital. They cannot leave their beds and they can't leave their hospital rooms. So this charity called Gamers Outreach builds these things called go-karts, G-O, Gamers Outreach, carts. And they're able to be trucked around from room to room for kids that cannot leave their hospital beds. So they have something to do to kind of take their mind off of why they're there. And so in the description of my episode today, there will be a link to my campaign. I'm trying to raise $3,500 to build a go-kart for a hospital in my area because none of the hospitals in my area have anything like this. And I would, I would like to start providing these things for children in my area. So look in your description of the podcast and you'll see a link there for Gamers Outreach. You will also see a link for my Discord uh, where you can reach me and ask me questions there. And now I can give you my email address, which is lcgamingpodcast at gmail.com. That is lcgamingpodcast at gmail.com. Guys, I thank you for joining me today. I want you to email me and let me know if you have any questions, concerns, or you know, just thoughts. If there's something that you don't think that I said was correct and you want to correct me on it or... Uh, you, you have a difference of opinion, please email me. I'd love to read your emails on the podcast, um, especially if I have a slow week. That you know gives me something to engage with my listeners on, and I would love to do that. So please, please email me your questions and comments. All right, everybody, that's going to do it for me this week. Please join me next week on the LC Gaming Podcast. Tell your friends and have a good weekend.